This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. All right. Good afternoon from Golden Gate Park on the West Coast, San Francisco. Yeah, we're here to uh, give a little encouragement to the 49ers. No, I'm a diehard Bills fan, so that's not going to work. But anyhow, happy to be here during the excitement of the uh, week before the Super Bowl. And I wanted to share with you just a quick thought on last week's Torah portion connected with this week's Torah portion. So last week, Moses goes to the burning bush. The good Lord appears to him. Come on, I want you to do this. Like He gives him a job to do. Moshe, Moses turns it down. He keeps refusing the offer. Not only about you and me. But I can say for myself, if the good Lord appeared to me at a burning bush and said, this is what I want you to do, who am I to say no? And Moses keeps refusing. Until, until Hashem, God Almighty, tells him, your brother is coming. I know he's, he's a very good orator. He speaks very nicely. He'll do the talking. You'll do the walking, so to speak. You'll do the miracles with the staff. And together you're going to be the dynamic duo, much better than Batman and Robin. And, then at that point, Moses accepts. So why did he turn it down? Right? Why did he turn it down? It's interesting. Moses is sort of the quintessential leader of the Jewish people and also really in terms of the world. It's showing what true leadership is, right? How does he turn it down? He tells him, first of all, I'm not an orator. I didn't take public speaking 101. Didn't take public speaking in graduate school. Uh, didn't learn how to give a really good drusha, a good talk, right? How he tells him that um, he, that he's kvad peh, kvad lashon, he, which means he has difficulty speaking. Some people say he actually had a stuttering problem. He had a, some sort of speech impediment, and so and yet he becomes the greatest leader amongst the the children of of Israel, right? How is that even possible? So, why did he turn it down? Why did he turn down this mission that the good Lord himself comes and speaks to him and gives him this, this job? Because he was concerned for his brother's honor. And what he, in effect, told God was, I have an older brother. He's already a prophet. Who am I? Go to him. Right? Go, go to him. So, he was concerned with his brother's honor. Now, Hashem then responds and says that your brother Aaron... Is coming to meet you, Varacha Vasamach Balibo. He's going to see you and be happy in his heart. Now, everything in the Torah is very exact and very specific, and there for a reason. What is the Torah coming to teach us by saying he'll be happy to see you, and Varacha Vasamach Balibo, happy in his heart? But we all know there's that great song by the Temptations. If you don't know it, all right, get hip to it. Great song by the Temptations called The Backstabbers. Right? They smiling in your face. All the time want to take your place. The backstabbers. So people sometimes have an outward smile, but inside they're thinking, ah, this good for nothing bum. And years ago, my good buddy, Dr. Richard Dicker, a good friend of mine, we traveled to Israel together. He once told me, who are your true friends? The ones who are happy with your successes. They're genuinely happy. They feel good about it. They're not envious. They're not jealous. They're truly happy for your success. God, God is telling, He's telling Moses, 
your brother is rejoicing in his heart for you. And the two of you, you're so concerned about each other's welfare, each other's happiness, each other's joy. This, These are the, the leaders that I want to take my people out of the slavery, out of the bondage of Egypt. So it's an awesome lesson for us. What, where do we put our sense of happiness? Not in ourselves. We're not in this world to increase our own pleasures, our own happiness, our own physical well-being. We're here to help everybody else out. And in turn, that will make us happier campers inside. So if we are, we have to at least try to cultivate that attitude of being happy for another's success. Okay? So that's what the Torah is coming to teach us, that, that Aaron was genuinely happy in his heart for Moses' success. And everyone, we're all one family. We're all one family of humanity. One God made us all, right? So if we genuinely start, if we start to cultivate that attribute of feeling joy for another's happiness, look how many opportunities we have to be happy in the world. Billions. Oh, wow, you got the raise, I'm so happy for you. You got a new car, I'm so happy for you. You got a promotion, I'm so happy for you. Instead of like, ah, that good for nothing bum, it should have happened to me. You know, why didn't you think about me? I, you know, it should happen to me. No, I'm happy for your success. That in turn brings me joy and increases my my happiness factor as well. So what does that have to do with this week's Torah portion? This week's Torah portion is all about the Am Yisrael, the Jewish people getting ready to leave slavery. Who was the one who, which dynamic duo did it? Moses and Aaron. How did they do it? By showing this concern for each other's honor and well-being and happiness. By taking joy in each other's successes. And this is who, who got appointed to take the Jewish people out of bondage. So let it be a lesson for all of us and let's find joy and gladness of heart. We're not just smiling on the outside, but we're smiling on the inside for somebody else's happiness. And that means getting in there and helping another person out. Okay? And then you're going to feel good inside. All right. I want to wish you all peace, love, and happiness. And it's time we all became free-range humans. Life is good.